This, this is Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. Are you ready for 2023? In January, Into the Apex will return to the historic Daytona International Raceway for the Rolex 24 for the biggest road show yet. Porsche, Porsche, BMW, BMW, Cadillac, Cadillac, Acura, Acura. Who will begin the GTP era victorious? Follow IntoTheApex.com for trip details and meet up with the show live from Daytona Beach. And virtual motorsport meet from the ITA studio to the paddock to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex podcast. Into the Apex podcast. Welcome to 2023 on Into the Apex, and it's officially Daytona month. Daytona, in less than 24 days, our crew is going to be at Daytona Beach at the Rolex 24, and even less time than that, the events on the sim kick off. It's really a Daytona Festival month. Who better to have in the studio tonight to kick off this month for the third year now, Mr. Daytona, Bruce Perry. Welcome back, Bruce. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be back. You're going to hear a lot of Bruce. He's going to be taking the USS Perry RV down to the track, and he's going to be right outside of the track as our little command post uh, for the weekend. Uh, Rob is here, Patrick's here, and Adam Thompson, the ever-reliable, is filling in for Bradley tonight, who is actually sick for a change. He's not just slacking off. Uh, So, gentlemen, we've got some Daytona to talk about and uh, maybe a little bit of Formula One and some other types of things. Uh, I think to start off, uh, the biggest reason I wanted to get you here first, Bruce, is to talk about uh, what your plans are for Daytona because they're a little different. And I'm talking the sim, the iRacing Daytona 24. Uh, that all kicks off first. Uh, we've got just next weekend the Roar events. And I feel like we all, and I'll, I'll throw it to you to comment, Bruce, uh, we kind of got the taste of it this past week as iRacers because uh, the GT4 series was at Daytona Road Course. And we spent several nights this past week uh, going together and, and running our Aston Martins to kind of prep for that roar. And I feel like that last year that was the perfect event to kick it off, build the hype. Uh, and I think it started really properly this week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I ran probably a dozen races this week already. So I uh, had a good time with it. It's, you're right. It's the perfect event to, to kick off like Daytona month, right? Um 
all these practice sessions and all these little short 30 minute races and well you got to fix race too, the 15 minute uh, gt4 race so uh times it's been frustrating you know the usual shenanigans but other times it's been a lot of fun so good practice and so the roar kicks off we'll talk a little bit about we'll table that talk about it in a bit because i do want to get excited for that but uh you and possibly we and by we i mean the into the apex hosts you're well number one you're racing with us for the first time this year for the 24 you have a usual crew of guys that you've run with for years and that's kind of shifted around a little bit this year uh, so you kind of were a free agent uh, in December uh, for the virtual 24, and uh, we picked you up because we tend to pick up randoms. We were just talking about that. Uh, we we pick up randoms on this team, and it's usually me because it's usually our foursome: me, Bradley, Rob, and Patrick. And and we're we're, we're I was going to say butt buddies, but it's too early in the show to to say that. Uh, we're buddies. Uh, we travel together. We stay in in hotels together. That's about it. It ends there. Uh, but <laughs> I need your laughter, Rob. Always That's, in secret, in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, uh, but we hotels in secret in random cities. <laughs> Discretion is is uh, the greater part of it. Uh, but basically, with I, one queen bed. <laughs> probably been there. Uh, it's usually I myself. I will say I will be really generous and I'll throw a bone out to to somebody and. Uh, and often it, it doesn't work. I think we've talked about it on the show, a Nurburgring two I was going to mention, I was going to mention that Tyler. I remember listening to a podcast where you picked up a random, uh, yes. and then so there was somebody times. that would just not just kept talking to you. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, that's, that's a couple times. So, so Daytona, Daytona 2021, Daytona 2021, uh, I invited a fella, uh, from the south, and that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> he didn't. He had he had a wife, and he didn't refer to her as as my wife. He my always, old lady. No, he always referred to her as the wife. She was oh. the wife or the wife, uh, as it better sounded. And this gentleman, who's he's not around anymore, but he may hear this. I I don't really know. He's welcome to come on and chat. Um, but he would all—he was just obsessed with me. He'd message me. He'd pop into discords just to see how I'm doing. I would be at my day job. At I would be there. And that's a different guy. We talked about that. That's <laughs> the one I was thinking. Yeah, of. Yeah, that was a for, uh, foreign gentleman. Uh, yes, yes. He's still on Twitter, by the way. I found him, uh, but <laughs> we, we might get him on the show. Uh, oh no! Let me actually. This is what the, come on here and answer for his crimes. Yeah, this is the guy, oh, the Tyler. This is the Tyler I want to make peace. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. So, so you have, how do you? Like, I can't even keep up with all the weirdos that you've attracted into our circle. It's a it's a fan base. Some of the ones who just want to like here. some of your like some of them just <laughs> want to like make. What's the thing? Like that guy wanted to make like dolls out of Tyler's hair, but then there's just other guys who what? are just like <laughs> he did. He did. He did. He would say weird things to Tyler, man. Like he was a strange guy, and then like other guys would just show up and oh, he's like, "Oh, we never met you. Sure, come race this twenty four with us." And then you just <laughs> jump in the car and wreck us out in a lap and be like, "Okay, never see you again." Yeah, that was the, like, "Okay, well, better luck next year." I that guess. was the, the guy from South America or so in, at the Nürburgring race and he was like uh, Bradley and I were chatting and he had crashed twice and then we were talking uh, it was about 1am local time here and he was like please be quiet please be quiet 
And we're like, this this son of a bitch did not just shush us on our own team. And, and he was complaining about us talking about setups. <laughs> yeah. You guys are talking about setups. You have to be so fast to talk about setups. You have setups. to be looking at te- telemetry. Not yeah. telemetry. Oh, I wish I could. Uh, oh, I, the, the general, the Tyler, then, the Tyler guy tweeted. Two days ago, he tweeted, I, uh, I've been farting a lot lately. That, that was the tweet. Nothing else. Just that. That's beautiful. So I'm yeah, trying to I get like him it. on the show. It's succinct. A lot of people are really flashy and stuff. That's just telling you everything you need to know. That is the fellow that makes made. You should share that out. I will follow that Twitter handle. I'll find it. I'll, I'll retweet it. We'll shout um, him out. <laughs> that's the fellow that was making dolls of me. But the other, the Daytona teammate in 2021 would just call me on Discord calls. I'd be, my phone would start ringing through Discord at lunchtime during my day job at the time. And, uh, and I would just be like, I'm, I'm not, he, I would get a message, Tyler, can you talk? And I, one time I answered and I was like, Hey, what's up? He's like, I just wanted to see what you were doing. I'm like, okay, then all righty then. So anyhow, that's, that's a really long around the world journey, uh, summary of how I attract extras to the team. So that brings us to this year. The extra is Bruce Perry. So what I am weird shit. Are you going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What we- I'm that guy. Yeah, what weird not- shit are you going to bring to the table? Oh, I always bring some weird shit to the table. <laughs> I mean, you know. Truth At the same time, we've lost, like, that remember Green Wheel? We could have won that. That particular uh, race. Yeah, right? that, that guy came in. Like, maybe Bruce will come in and just set, put us over the top. I, I think. If I remember right, uh, the, the remember Ring, well, last time I was in, we, we were in the lead. Yeah. Just, yeah. By a lot. I've been in mul- I've been in the lead in multiple twenty four hour races and had them wrecked by just random people I've never met. On our team. <laughs> on, on, on your team. Yeah. On, let's, let's be clear about exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, my fault. Yeah. My yeah. fault. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So so, so now I'm the uh, I'm the I'm the weird guy the, the the you know the fifth wheel this year. So hopefully I don't do that for you guys. Hopefully do you pick up Hitchhiker's Tyler? Yeah. I don't. No. no. Not in real life. You're just going to drive highways. down the road and just see some guy. Like, hey, he might be a good addition. You guys want to run with us? See? Yeah. Yeah. Adam, Adam's got a question for Bruce. Are you going to ask to race what? with him? Yeah. Are you sponsored by Fanatic by any chance? I should be. Yeah. No. I was wondering. No. I, Since I, we no, moved. This, just, this is just to, my gym uh, impression. Yes. <laughs> no, Wilson. <laughs> Since we moved to uh, a video element, Bruce has chosen to become Wilson from Home Improvement. Wilson, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, 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 he just, I won't put, oh, I'll, oh. That, he just lifted. I got it. I wanted, I was, I was looking for a hat. You need to get a bucket hat. <laughs> yeah. Bucket hat. Yeah, he just showed us, he just, show, oh, I could see that, that optic fellow. Bruce, show me your mouth. Show me. <laughs> show Bruce. me your pretty mouth. Bruce, lift yeah, I, up. I'll put something, your I'll mouth. put something here. Cover that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just gotta get like a little print off, like print off like a picture of some wood paneling, so it actually looks like a fence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see now, now you're thinking. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can find. Oh, be cool. just gold. Yeah, check out our YouTube. We're we're putting videos up left and right now each week, and you'll see you'll see Wilson Perry here. Uh, <laughs> but but no, I mean you're gonna run with us. I'm I'm excited because I'm excited. you know Daytona. You you know Daytona. I trust you in any car. Um, so I mean you're not you're not when you were left out when you were left out to dry as as raw scraps. I was like we're gonna pick that piece of shit right up. Yeah, I was just carrying my helmet around, you know, my bag with the helmet, the race suit, say, 
can I run with somebody? Anybody need yeah. a driver? I mean, yeah. I have to. I feel like I'm a one track pony, right? Daytona's yeah. my track, though. So I think uh, I could do uh, any team. I, I think I can help out. So let's do it. I'm excited. Like, well, then you got a little bit rambunctious, and uh, me that yeah Never. that that takes us into one day. The official Daytona was just not enough for you this year. So you have eyeballed to run two Daytona 24s, and here's the kicker: simultaneous 24s. And this is something I had. I think I'd heard about this. I assume this has been around. Uh, it's the VSCA, the Virtual Sports Car Association. And um, we've got a few people that race with us. And I'm curious if folks out there and, and your teams or whatever, it's new to me, but I know it's not new. But they basically, they run the special events on iRacing simultaneous to this, the events. So uh, you could opt out basically the official iRacing events and go to VSCA. Now I'm going to let you. I think you and Patrick have looked into this maybe more than me because we're. I think we're kind of wishy washy on this at the moment. Some of us, namely me. Patrick makes a face. <laughs> Are you guys really? Well, first of all, what do you tell me? What you know about the VSCA? What's what 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 drew you guys to it? I mean, either of you, basically. Um, one of our members of Madison Racing, uh, actually, a couple of raced it last year. Um, said they felt like the, you know, it's a league race, and they felt it was actually better than the I Racing Twenty Four, because uh, they have full course yellows and, and it's mm. not like my understanding is not like they have a lot. Yeah, they, they kind of it's kind of rare, but maybe once or twice during the event. Um, and you know they were uh, talking about it in our Discord and you know looking for other drivers to sign up, uh, run with their team. Madison race and entry. Um, and I'm like, I got intrigued about it and I'm like, screw it. Let's, let's put another car in there. I'll enter another car for the season. And at that point in time, it was just me by myself. So that's like, I started reaching out like, okay. So I, uh, paid for an entry into this league, um, to run in some, you know, the full IMSA schedule and it's 24 hour races to happen to coincide with the I racing 24. Um, who wants to run with me? <laughs> so Patrick put his hand up. So there's two. And we kind of, you know, we got you on the uh, fence, I think, right, Tyler, that uh, you might run? Yeah. I mean, I, I said that I would, but let's, I, have <laughs> yeah. I signed up yet? No. Rob, uh, where are you at on this, Rob? I mean, basically, it would be the five of us. Do you think we need six people to I do this? I think you need six. Of, well, that's the thing. It depends on who you are. I think six would be ideal because then it would be like you're doing a three-man 24. It's the way you could look at it, which is like that's what Bruce does most years. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like right now I'm just like, yeah, fuck, I'll do that. And then I feel like on the day, whenever I got out of the car, like just like go and drive for three hours and then get out, like you got a double coming up around. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck. I'd like to do anything else right now than get back in that car. I just feel like that's the way it's going to happen. Do you think that, do you think you're getting ahead of yourself, Bruce? Or do you think you can, I mean, physically that you'd be up for it the day of, do you you love Daytona that much? Yeah, we all know that. I love Daytona. It would be no difference. It wouldn't change for Bruce. Like the amount of seat time, like from what you would normally do in one. So, right. So really it's a gut check for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So how lazy are we? I'm trying to drag you in. 
<laughs> well, my biggest thing with it is that like I have a hard time like sleeping on like a random schedule and stuff like that. Like I have a pretty set schedule as is, and like it goes kind of wonky during the twenty four. But like I can't force myself to sleep at particular times. And I feel like when you get to like a three man, there's got to be a point there where it's like you got to get your sleep in. With a three man, yeah, absolutely, and and you got to run triples or quads, right? Yeah. To make sure that you know you get some sleep in. So. um now, in true, you know, uh, Tyler fashion here, I noticed we don't have, like, any kind of schedule or anything set up for uh, our team for the 24. Hey, who said I'm so, I stick around for the whole thing for the most part, and I usually just too. take my leave when it's good, right? So, like, I never – I find schedules I just find – throw them out the window pretty quick anyway. We do. I we think, do. I think – yeah, I know you do. And I think, though, now, <laughs> now let's, let's throw this in this whole other race – uh, yeah, and I, and I think there's an hour. Yeah, there's an hour or two difference in time. Yeah, an hour. There- I think it is. So it starts an hour later. Um, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so That's if the official starts on time. Well, yeah, yeah there is that, isn't there? That's another whole <laughs> yeah. show. Just saying. Just saying. Um, yeah. So we got you got stints that are gonna end at different times, right? So logistically, coordinations, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I think is it is it is it? It may be a disaster. I I think. Let me put it this way: with the right people, I don't think Rob's in. I don't think Rob's in. I'm not in yet, but I'm just I'm just kind of saying like on airing on the caution outside of caution, like Bruce is saying, it's like with the right people, but it's just like because I don't even know when we normally do it. We usually have six people on our team in Law Twenty Four. So there's always at some point in the middle of the night where somebody. Flakes. Where it's just like, just don't wake up. Yeah, exactly. It happens to everyone. Like, I'm fine. I'm pretty good for showing up for my stints, but like, it does happen where people just don't come back. Oh, over two, over what? It's always on the tail end of it. They'll just be like, ah, well, one of them will figure it out and do that last stint or something, even though they know it's supposed to be them and they'll just kind of never come back. It's, it basically is, say we have a team of five or six, sometimes six, six because we're lazy sometimes and we like our sleep. So you get that, you all start as a unified team and by four o'clock in the morning, it's the two guys that are online racing and spotting versus the bastards that are getting some proper rest and may yep. never show back up. Oh, oh, we've been there. We have certainly yep. been there. Oh, yeah. I've had to do extra stints before because no one was there. It's just, it just happens, I've, right? I've had to pick up my phone when Bradley and I, we, well, actually, even when we were staying together for last year's Daytona, uh, I've had to pick up my phone and call while steering with one hand to wake that son of a bitch up because I know he's going to hit snooze. He's a snooze-hitting bastard, and uh, he's not going to be ready for a stint. And f- physically, it takes a toll. I mean, I get sore after an hour. So you're definitely... Put really pushing your shoulders and hands and back. I mean, my back starts killing me. Even I have a lumbar support that I bought from Amazon and put on my my rigs chair, but yeah, I mean, it's only doing so much for me after a while. That's what I was just gonna say. I was like, if I can, I'm gonna explore this option tomorrow. If I can put a different seat on this thing from just like an old car or something, like something that's actually cushy, if I could swap yeah. it onto this thing, I could definitely do way longer because i can do like a triple stint in the quad in the lmp2 now no problem mm. but at the end of it my lower back hurts yeah that's it's not that's a, a really cushy seat i have so if i had a cushy seat i could definitely drive for three four hours patrick 
I'm just going to throw this random idea out here, and I know it's going to be a very unpopular one. What if we don't do the official? Oh, no. Way. Well, I knew that, that was coming. That is that is the debate, I think, that we can have here uh, as a result of this, because that was that's what I was going to ask, is does this... This is my concern. This is my hang-up about it if I were to do this. Double dip. Two Daytonas. Two Daytona 24s. Because the... So far, this has been the holy grail for us, and I think it's one of the most popular ones of the year, especially since Lamar got taken away. I think it is the most popular of the year. Um, so then, if you if you double dip like this, does it water the whole thing down? And then, what's which one are you more? Do you care more about? Are you going to go the way of I have two irons in the in the fire and uh, not? I mean, I feel like you're going to not take it as seriously. Perhaps you're not going to care as much if you wreck or not. I don't know. It's almost like having a damn fast repair. Are there payouts? No. In either one of them, there's not. No. no. So money's not involved. Hmm. Nope. I racing because there- I believe just in the service and your stats and your career and everything, there's a, just a bit more. It lives on a little. There's more a record. The yeah, yeah. 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 Other than That's- and then we're we're paying to enter the you know the VSCA. The VSCA. Is we're, it broadcast? We're paying to enter it. Um, it, yes. Is it broadcast? It's some, it is. Not this one, not the 24 hours, but there are a few races that they're doing that are so broadcast. So you're paying so. to enter. There are no yes. winnings and there's no broadcast. What's the money going to go to? Probably ad they have, and stuff. Yeah, they have a live admins okay. and all that stuff during the whole race. Yeah. So they're going to pay Stewart. yellows and stuff. Right, they okay. have people in there the whole race. So, uh, Speaking of live, ad- live admins, yeah. how was uh, y'all's indie? 500 experience oh we'll talk let's talk about that in a second <laughs> that deserves its whole Sorry. that's later that's later yeah that deserves its whole se- segment uh thanks for teeing that up though and reminded me you're welcome uh, so t- tune in after the break folks <laughs> pour a drink Don't touch that dial Please. yeah what a shit show oh uh, that's a teaser yeah we'll get into that second half here um uh, yeah i mean that's my concern bruce i mean you you haven't answered quite yet what does that mean to you? I mean, you obviously you're willing to do it, but does it does it water it down? I mean, you're this is sacred to you, and I know it. I'm not going to question that for a second. That Daytona means a lot, so I know you want to win it. Wouldn't it be more meaningful to just be in one, and it's one, and you're done? If you wreck, that's it. You prepare for just that one event. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of thought about it a lot. Mostly after I signed up for it, <laughs> you <laughs> know. The money. Yeah. At first, it's like, yeah, two Daytonas. Why not? <laughs> um, sounds good to me. But you know, there is that like, well, if we screw up in one, we got the other. There's that thought. You know, the iRacing one will have probably what over a thousand teams. This is only gonna have fifty something. Uh, yeah. You know, there is that. It, I just. Again, you know, sometimes my eyes are bigger than my stomach, but I'm like thinking, oh, wow, oppor- opportunity to race two 24 hours. One's a league that's got to be very organized. In theory, I haven't raced with them yet, but this is what I've been told. Very organized. The races should be good. Full course yellows. Um, you know, on one hand, and then on the other hand, you have the iRacing one, which could be a shit show. You don't know. Um, who knows, right? It could be. Just a lot of variables. Um, I don't know. It, it it's gonna be tough. I ain't saying it's gonna be easy, but and it might be nuts. 
I don't, I don't know. You know, I just know a few of our guys did it last year and said the racing in the league was great and that they may they may just run the league and not run the iRacing 24 themselves. So uh, I think that's kind of the, from what I'm seeing uh, in the Discord uh, for VSCA is I think there's a lot of people that aren't going to run the iRacing. They're just going to do the league. Just going to run that one. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's being watered down. I, I just, it's kind of like time will tell. We'll see how it is come Saturday morning. <laughs> see, you know? that's what I almost worry about with the VSCA is the lack of carnage and, and, and shit. Because, like, someone like, I, I know, like, good racing is obviously we all want good racing, but like, some of that shit showness that happens in the officials, like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> because I trust myself to avoid it more than others, and it's an advantage for me. <laughs> I understand that. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I look at it almost like this in a way. Um, I mean, I look at it almost, even though they're not simultaneous, what is modern day on iRacing Le Mans 24, the Majors 24, has without question independently become the primary event for Le Mans in 24 hours. That is, I think that's, doesn't need an argument from me, but obviously iRacing added in there uh, that VRS global endurance thing where they kind of sneak it in. Uh, and we've talked about that a little bit during that IndyCar episode a couple weeks ago that they were, I mean, it's clever, but it's, it's weak. I mean, it's, it's the best they can do, but it's not, it's not going to fill that gap and the majors kind of does and it's organization and everything else. The independence of it makes that difference, broadcast splits, qualifying process and all. Um, uh, I know this has a, a unique qualifying process, so it kind of makes me think of that. It's independent and it's organized in a different way, and I get the appeal to that. Uh, but I w- cannot get past. So the the first year that Lamar was banned from iRacing, and we did the majors in May or June, and then in July, me and a group of us went on to do that VRS Global Endurance Twenty Four Hours Lamar. We won in the Corvette. And we were so pumped to win. And, and I say I've won a 24 hours of Le Mans because we did. I mean, technically we did. But would I have preferred to win the majors that I viewed as the primary best event of the year? Yes. Uh, so did, did that weaken my view of that win to some degree? I think yes, I do. So I look at this the same way. Which one? I have to make a choice. I cannot weigh both of these equally. So which one? The VSCA Daytona 24 or the iRacing 24? Do I hold more sacred and do I want to win more? And right now, if I think about it, because of our history and, and what the ones that we've competed in, it's the official one, not not the independent one. And that may be irrational, but that's that's where I stand. So that's kind of – it's interesting because I, I can see either argument and I'm curious of where folks stand. But I cannot see myself skipping the official for this independent one in this case. I and I yep. wouldn't skip either. Yeah, I would. You know, so I mean, with the iRacing official, like I say, you gotta have so many teams, so many drivers. You know, thousands of drivers, right? I mean, so many that they crash the system well, many times. That's the fun know. of it. Where it's a yeah. community. No, you're right. I want to be part right. of it. I feel like I'm missing out if I Yeah, we have five bucks for that. We did. <laughs> that's true. But no, and that's that's my point though. You got all that going on. You know you're a part of that. Yes. Right? 
you're a part of that like okay we know our split these are the guys we're running with but you know there's like 40 other splits out there or whatever that are doing the same thing and that's kind of cool um is it i liken it to like okay so you had the main starting time like what 8 a.m eastern um and then you got one that starts at like noon for iRacing official is that one anymore watered down because it's not yes. like the big one Agree. I, yes, well, kind of. It's not considered like the strength of field session, right? So that's just the way to look at it. It's kind of going to be probably more akin to a league experience where I ratings are going to fluctuate way more than in a, a session where the I rating is who determined was in it, right? So I, I think yeah, I agree. They it, do. They are different. I don't like the whole. I like what these events for them to be meaningful. So I do not like the gaming the splits. If I'm going to run this event. I'm going to aim for my split, preferably that primary strength of field split, like you say, Rob. And if if yeah. I crash, if I crash, then that, you know, with before the other split starts, like a later split, that's it. I'm not going to, I don't want my team to register in that split because if I crashed, that's what happened to me in that event that year for the sake of realism, let's say. I'm not going to game the splits. I know some people, a lot of people do it. People in our, that we race with do it. Uh, and I get that if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to allocate your time. But for me, it's there's one event and, and it's meaningful. So maybe that tells maybe me saying that tells everybody where I'm coming from with this being so on the fence about this two Daytonas thing too. I think that says a lot about kind of my mindset about it. Yeah, and you also got to think like I know like these like leagues like sometimes they're really well run. Like I said, the majors we're pretty big fans yeah. of a lot of the things that the majors have done. We've also seen that sometimes it doesn't go well. And I'm just gonna say, look at the last event we did for them, MTech. Yeah, yeah. The last time, it was it was insane. Them trying to do the full, it's like, oh, well, they got full course cautions for it, and it's like, okay, and we do it, and it was a disaster. Them trying to control, and so it just came to a point like we were sitting there. I remember we said to each other, "It's like, I'm pretty sure iRacing could have done this better." And it's just like sometimes <laughs> you know what I mean it just doesn't work out, and it's like iRacing is going to have these certain very specific scenarios where somebody's going to get dis- a disadvantage or like really screwed over, and it's not their fault. But it doesn't happen all the time. So it's just like it's something where I think like for certain races, it's just like you can have an official and have some cautions like you could do it. Yeah, and I think it's cool. The league, what they're doing, too, is there's wave arounds and stuff, too. So depending on where the overall leader is and where you are with your leader um, and the yellow comes out, um, you know, you can get some you can get a lap back or get the wave around. So, you know, <sighs> I think for me, what it is, it's more of a ego thing. I, I, I have the opportunity to win two Daytona 24s in one weekend. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, build that ego. <laughs> Bruce Perry sponsored by, I call it fan attack, by the way. Is it, is it tomato, tomato, or what? Are, where, what is that? I've heard I have both. no idea how. Yeah, I have no idea how you actually are supposed to say it because people yell at me when I call it fanatic. And it is fanatic. <clears throat> I've heard the people from it say it, but they've also accepted that like this fanatic thing that's came from it is yeah. just what the community. It's just, it's real, and they just accept both. Even them as a company accept both okay. sayings. I call it fanatic, just to be clear. That's that's my view. Yeah, but it was originally. It is its original name is fanatic. Oh boy, that just makes me think of the sports clothing website fanatic. Yep. Me too. Yeah. That's why it has the S on the end. <laughs> thanks for and it's, thanks for explaining that, Rob. Thanks. I Rob. don't think it's EC either. I'm pretty sure it's ICS. 
Mm. Yes. I feel, I feel <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> well, come on, Tyler. So, so you know, wait. So, going back to that, um, I mean, Patrick agreed to run with me in, in the in the league. I mean, yeah. what do you think, Patrick? I mean, it's like, why would you want to do it? I, I know it's going to be. It, I think the league one is going to be a bit more of a challenge than the official. But I think it would be a good learning experience, and I know it's not broadcasted, but it will give exposure to the team. And quite frankly, I'm afraid with the iRacing official ones that it's going to be we're not going to have all three classes in a split. And then, I think you're onto something. And then with that, because or or because we're running an LMP two, we're going to be in a much higher split than we really should be. And I, I'm okay with that because I, would, I'm not. But, but I'm wait, not. wait, wait. Wouldn't our LMP2 class be pretty evenly matched I-rating route-wise and the cars were around, like the GT3s and maybe the GTPs, would they not be the higher rating ones? In that case, I would want the traffic around me that are off pace for me up or down to be really, really good drivers, right? Am I wrong? I mean, I get confused sometimes with how the no, whole split thing works. I think I thought right. splits no, were I just... done. I thought splits these days were done by I rating in class. If that's if that's the case, then yeah. I'm I'm completely fine with all that because we'll be with our class will be equal as yeah. best as could be, and our other classes might be really much higher than us. But who gives a shit because we're not racing those people? And if they're better than us, it's safer for us. That doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean anything. Though. <laughs> well, no. Well, you know, I've seen three or four K rating, you know, splits, and it's been as much dog shit as an Arca race. I mean, yeah, Locking. I mean, it's it's still human beings on the internet, as much as I should say. I mean, hey, can we talk about something real quick now that we're talking about I ratings? Yeah, and Daytona and stuff. I've run, I've done nothing, and I promise you guys, I've done nothing but run GT fours, open and fixed at Daytona all week and i'm always in first until the last lap and then i get passed which i i understand that's going to happen with the draft and all that but this whole yellow line thing people passing below the yellow line shouldn't can't i shouldn't let me ask this in imsa are you allowed to overtake below the yellow line at daytona i wouldn't think so i mean Think so. I don't see why not. If iRacing doesn't stop you, oh yeah, if iRacing doesn't stop you, then do it. But if you don't I get a one X or, or or you don't get anything, yeah. So yeah. It's fair I game. Thought it was pro- protestable. I thought it wasn't it. Well, I mean, we all know that protesting is not going to do anything. No, uh, I'm just saying, not supposed to do. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's like it's like if you're doing it like all the time, like it's kind of distasteful. Like, oh no, it's only last lap. That's why. That's why I got the cones and shit down there. But oh, oh you're talking people. about like coming down to the start finish line there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I oh start I finish line. That's fair game, right yeah, there. That's that's I do it. Okay, that's yeah. what I. That's that was the question at the end of the race. Yeah, anytime, yeah. and especially in like anytime. these races, like the 24, like it's a great spot to get to to let cars go by yeah. you and stuff. So below the grass, if you want there. I've never Use gone, it, ma'am. I've never gone down there for any reason in Dude, I it's happened to me. It's happened to me. Ninety five percent of my races 
we're three wide to the start finish in those GT4s. And someone is below the yellow line. I'm always the middle car on the yellow line. And there's someone on the high side. Someone always is forcing it down there after the bus stop. Yeah, I don't blame them. All right. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I don't. Do I it. guess I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, I don't do it. I, I, I'm like you, Adam. I stick right down there to that yellow line. I don't go below yeah. it. That's my line. But I've only passed, like, I think twice there uh, at the end. And, yeah, both times the, the cars went around the outside of me. So Yeah. No, I've it's for some reason. Well, I'm in the Aston too, and the the Mercedes too. clearly the faster cars in the GT4s yeah. Yeah. Uh, around Daytona. But dude, it's like tonight I ran four, probably three or four races before I hopped on here, and someone just shoved it. I knew what they were doing because it had been happening to me all week, so I just ran it down below the yellow line, and someone ran it even lower, got to the right side of the pit exit cone or the pit entry cone. And then just drove it through the grass. Shoved me right up the track and won the race. Like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, I, I love the GT4s. Love. Oh, I think I race so much just police it easier. Like, I've been practicing a lot of Le Mans the last couple of days. And you ever notice, like, a lot of the leagues we go to, they don't even worry about incident limits or policing. It's like, I like Le Mans like a, like a self-police track on iRacing. The, the slowdowns are everywhere, and they're bad enough to keep you in check, more or less, with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that they could do with a lot more tracks. Just give people exits for dropping below. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's drop it there. Thing. Give someone a slowdown. Like yeah, yeah done. Yeah. If it's if it's truly not supposed to be done, otherwise I don't see how you could make an argument that it's not supposed to be. Well, that I don't know if it's allowed or not. That yeah, like I said, I guess what Bruce said, it's protestable, but it just seems like you yeah. would just wouldn't just put a fix in for it. Yeah, Rob, nothing is like a dog getting bopped on its nose and the eye racer getting a slowdown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it hurts. I lower my head. I whimper a little bit. Oh, it, it sucks. Yeah. I hate dog whelps or whatever it's called. Yeah. Good luck on that bus stop, guys. That slowdown there is atrocious if you get one on the exit of the bus stop. The bus stop for me trying to nail it is almost like trying to memorize all of Nurburgring in April. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, really? I, don't I just struggle with all of it. I mean, it's different for me every time, and that's what Nurburgring is like for me. It's like every, every time. Is, you're right. I'm like, oh, that's there. Oh, I have to be in person the same moment right now. Like, what's this guy going on? Well, <laughs> because the braking zone, I can't ever figure out the braking zone. Sometimes I think I nail the braking zone and I'm like, oh, maybe I can get just a yeah. little more break just a little later into it. I'm you're like, you nope, know. that doesn't work. And then you break sooner. And it's yep. just like, it's never the same. This, this man knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm with, I'm with you 1000%. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the roar is next weekend. Uh, I'm going to be there in the Aston. I think most of us are doing the Aston. Anybody not? Is anybody doing the Toyota? No, no, I was right. The Miata right now. <laughs> or the MX five. Yeah. You're going to do the Miata. That's what I did last year. I almost had a P2. Oh, you, and I blew, yeah. I blew my engine on the last lap. <laughs> oh. Oh, we, that's, you can't do it this year. It's GT four TC cars and the Toyota. Oh, really? Where's this at? How do we sign up? Okay, well, yeah, it's, I'll do the Toyota then. Yeah, that's It's iRacing special event, the iRacing Roar, January 13th through 15th. I think it's next Saturday, I think. Oh, I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the single driver, really long race. Uh, they debuted oh, it last absolutely. year. absolutely. Debuted it last year. I did it. I got a podium in the Porsche GT4. Absolutely had a blast. It was, it was a great way to kick off kind of the Daytona sim racing month. Add to that that, that we're going to the real Daytona that, that last weekend, and it's... 
it's all I want is to soak up Daytona road. Uh, so yeah, Toyota's it's going to have uh, so many people racing in it, man. That's going to be a crazy race. Yeah. It's going to be a nightmare with GT4s, dude. I can't wait. That's why I'm GT4s and Toyotas, dude. Oh, man. Well, last year, so last year, the, G, the TC cars were novel, so they were pretty popular. This year, the Toyota is. I will say, just to, just to throw out, I love, if you haven't got, got run the Toyota, I've, I'm in love with it. It is a perfect car for fun runs to throw up and just run with your buddies and have a good good time the car drives so fun it sounds great it looks great i mean i love everything about that toyota so uh by far favorite thing to come out of of the latest updates so Eh. what you like the (laughs) you like the gtp no i haven't driven the gtp but i can also tell you that you I you had me until you said it looks great. It looks like just another Toyota. Well, I mean, it, it is just another Toyota, but it looks fine. Like it all, looks okay. Every yeah, well, you look okay. This is pretty subjective. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't talk about my boy like that. <laughs> let's do this. Let's take a pause. Uh, let's uh, refill and re rack ourselves. Talk about uh, like. Adam mentioned, <laughs> we'll talk about that Indy 500 stuff, and uh, it's the typical free-for-all closeout to Into the Apex. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. More Into the Apex is coming up. Tired of getting caught up in the mayhem of Turn 1? So are we. Although we can't protect you from disasters in iRacing, we can protect you and your family from mayhem on the road or at home. The Allstate Javicki Agency proudly protects families in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Give John a call today at 412-561-6239. Mention Mad Sim Racing or Into the Apex when calling to receive a gift card with a qualified quote, no purchase necessary. Into the Apex is going back on the road in 2023, and it's all brought to you by our friends at ProCart Concepts. ProCart Concepts provides top-tier carts, parts, and consumables to the tri-state area and support based out of the Pittsburgh International Raceway. If there's anyone that can get you set in the world of karting, it's Eric and Dan with PKC. Visit ProCartConcepts.com for more information. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit AlienAwards.net. That's AlienAwards.net. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by our partners at Track Racer. Since 2008, Track Racer has been designing and pioneering best value high-end gaming platforms and accessories. 
Track Racer products are made from the highest quality materials that offer unsurpassed durability. Track Racer is supported by recognizable names such as Haley Deegan, Ross Chastain, Alex Pillow, and Alpine F1 team. Check them out through the link on our website, intotheapex.com, and support the show. This is Into the Apex Motorsport Podcast Network. on into the apex and uh, it's wide open for part two as always uh yeah adam teased it and uh hell why not let's let's talk about it uh the uh i think everybody in here except for bruce did the uh indie one of the finale indy 500s that was broadcast uh there were a few of these to choose from and they varied in quality i think uh all of them we picked the wrong one yeah yeah all of them were last minute. <laughs> I, I, well, number one, I appreciate the sentiment that each of them were going for. But number two, I mean, certainly it is an opportunity to to bring people in, and and I get that as a, a league or as a series or as a host, uh, it's a chance to to gain new people because it was it was definitely a hot thing of the moment. I mean, hell, we did we did a show on it and did a titled show on it. Uh, so we were part of that as much as anybody, but uh, some of these events were were different. We we did Adam, <laughs> Patrick, Rob, and myself, and some others. Uh, we did the Sim Racers uh, for mental health one, and and I've been aware of this hosting group. I think we did something uh, a Daytona event that they put on a couple of years ago, and it was fine. Uh, I don't. So honestly, I want to preface this. I don't want to take a big a big. Uh, dump on this group uh i don't know them very well i'm gonna say that you know i'm sure their other events are probably just fine maybe i don't know who knows but this event was not great um and it left i think all of us here wondering do we do we really care if if the indy 500 dies uh because i will say to be completely transparent as much as i defend and love the indycar rob and me have have beat that drum we want to find an IndyCar League broadcast or not in 2023. The Majors series did a survey to, to tease doing this, perhaps. Uh, and, and if they do it, I'm, I'm in. I think Rob's in. Uh, but when I, I won the Indy 500 in my split in May of 2022. And honestly, the wreck fest, the caution fest that we saw at this Sim Racer for Mental Health one, uh, I saw pretty similar in my split. I mean, albeit maybe a... 1600 i rating average split thereabouts not super high but still high enough i think for people that have been on iRacing long enough to maybe know better uh i think if it comes down so that well i'll I'll throw it out to the guys here that were in the event to help paint the picture of of what a fest it was but the broader picture for me is this uh you get a you get so many people in the indie car maybe it's a, a niche type of thing i think it is it's got the cult following you get so many people that jump into the big event at Indy Indy 500. They don't understand. They are incapable of mentally adjusting to the arrow push that you get. They don't know. They don't lift. There's so much finesse involved, uh, greater than any other car. When you get on an 
oval type track. They get in there and they just shit the bed. They piss and shit all over themselves. They they run up the track, hit the wall, slide down, run up into other cars, run into the back of cars on the restart, accordion effect. It's just a disaster. Okay, that's my monologue on this. I open it to Adam. Start us off. Yeah. Let me let me preface this by saying I think I started around Jerry Isaacs. I think Andrew Kotzko was right around me. Uh I believe, Rob, you were right there with me. I think most of the Mad Sim guys and me, I guess I'm part of Mad Sim now. Oh, but, during, uh, during the break, Adam joined the team, but that's, yeah. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the dark side. Most of the Mad Sim guys and me were all kind of around each other. And then we had Patrick and Tyler kind of back there in the back, thinking, I knowing probably what was going to happen. We go into turn one. First of all, the fact that we even made it to turn one on the green flag start of the race was unbelievable. I'm watching people go four wide before the start finish line. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. So me, Rob, Andrew and Jerry are all sitting back there. I'm like, uh, they're going to get black flags. Like, I don't know what's going on here. And none of us can back out. We're all trying to back out, get single file. They wreck entry of turn one. And how many people from mad Sim got taken out in the first caution? Probably two, I think. Go ahead. Quite a few. I s- well, I was gonna say, I certainly hope somebody said, just, you know, before the start of the race, be careful, turn one, lap one. Oh, at least tell us a couple of those. There was a couple. <laughs> that was the thing. We were all trying to be careful. We just couldn't. It was such a jumbled restart and jumbled start. I was, I think, I was in seventh or eighth or something on the start, maybe twelfth, whatever it was. But I'm pretty sure pace car speed around there is like seventy. 70 or 80 and i was sitting back in eighth place ninth place i was doing 40 when the green flag dropped like i looked down at my speed people are checking i was doing 40 miles an hour so it just caused this massive effect behind us people reckon to turn one we lose two mad sim guys I, i've had the that next go ahead i've, I've i'm just gonna say I've, I've had that that whole thing where uh, just about any indie car oval race, I, I get that accordion effect real bad. That's so notorious in indie, especially in the oval, uh, where the starters kind of set it off, and there's always a, cosh, a crash at the start. I'm guilty. I don't of, understand. Of slamming something. This is this is kind of off topic, but not really off topic. Why can't people hold pace speed? Slowing down before you hit the gas is the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen in my life. Stick up behind that pace car, run your pace speed, and go when you want to go. It is not that difficult to hold pace speed because all you're doing is causing all kinds of shit behind you. And then the leader is normally the one that bitches about the cautions when he's the one that brings it out. Oh, yeah. So, Be careful. So we had one, the guys. operative verb was behind him. <laughs> causing it. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Exactly. Not my problem. Oh, oh I but, agree. But anyways, first caution comes out. We go into turn one again after four, three page laps. <coughs> Another caution comes out. I mean, this goes on for, what, 30 minutes, I think. I don't know if we completed a lap. And most of the Mad Sim guys were still in there. And then I get wrecked out along with a couple. I think Rob ran into me. Someone came off the track after turn one, maybe the arrow push turn two, whatever it was. And so now... I've got damage. I'm sitting in the pits. I was lucky enough. I was four laps down. I'm trying to drive back around the track. 
And at this point, I'm getting all the lucky dogs. I'm still four laps down, and there were only seven people. That race started with at least, at least 30 people. Oh, yeah. And then there's seven of us in there at the end. I mean, that was it was the most horrendous <coughs> thing I've ever done, but it just shored up what I was talking about on the last podcast. The Indy Oval is not good. It just it sucks. It really does. I I agree with. I think I I love driving it, and I understand it. I've always felt very competitive in the IndyCar. Uh, I'm always, I'm not always the greatest. I mean, let's just be self aware. But I've got a league IndyCar championship. I've won that Indy 500 uh, through the attrition. I just feel really locked in with the IndyCar for some reason, and uh, but it's so hard to get good people a field of good drivers that understand that car appreciate that car uh, and can run that track in that way because it's not a daytona 500 it's not a talladega i think there's a lot of assumption that you can go flat out you can if you aren't behind somebody if you're not behind somebody you can go flat out in that indy car and people i think will solo practice and they'll they'll maybe get false assumptions about it well, you get into a big race. I mean, you get behind somebody, the arrow push, you're going to have to lift and be so careful. And you're always on a knife's edge through the short shoots uh, to wheel tap the wall. And even in my best rhythm, I, in a, in a 200 lap race there over the years, uh, I've ruined a race. I, at one point I was in a nice lead and I wheel tap the wall just because of moments lapse. So I agree. People just cannot drive that course I, I wish I could count, do a survey, but I, I know it's it's a rare thing. It's not to be taken for granted, that Indianapolis Oval. I think people, what happens is you get these people that come in, they're running practice laps, they're running their uh, quality laps with nobody around. And it is, you can full throttle that thing, fifth, sixth gear, whatever you decide. Turn one, piece of cake. Turn three, easy. The second you try to get behind somebody and you do the same thing, weight jacker is a big thing we talked about before the race. Um, people don't know how to run the weight jackers and they just go into turn one and there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing you can do. You've already lost the car at that point. You're washing up the track. You're two, three wide going into one. In this case, in the race we ran, they were four wide, and it was it just caused a mess. And I knew, I knew it was going to be wild when I checked the Discord and somebody said, this is my first oval, what are the rules? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, let's talk more about the particular event. And I don't want to shit on it. I mean, again, but there, I mean, I, I we had some valid things to talk about. It was entertaining. We had fun. But yeah, let's talk about the event a little bit more as we finish her off. So the premise of the event was was good. I mean, we all appreciate the cause of, I mean, some races for mental health, but I think what really got a lot of us that were there was after <laughs> was at a point where two of the admins started to go after each other in the open chat, the race control chat, um, and we were and we were saying, "This is this is what." I mean, it, it doesn't seem very. Uh, appropriate of mental health to be belittling each other publicly so then we were like there is nobody in charge here nobody in charge patrick well actually it started off where the there was uh, an admin that's kind of in charge of the whole 
organization, I guess, who set up the session and everything. He wasn't even there at the beginning of the race. I think he was having some technical difficulties to go to no, bat. For I him. read the Discord. Oh, okay. He had like a flat tire or something. Oh, okay. Okay. So he was late or whatever. Yeah. So there, there's another guy who I guess is, you know, maybe his backup or whatever, kind of running it. But the guy who set up the session didn't set up any other admins. Yeah. So he had, so yeah, I do recall somebody had to be made an admin. And then so the, the chief fella wasn't there. And then he apparently. And then he came in. He came And then he, he. Can we talk about the admin that did get selected? It was the one that was talking the most shit <laughs> the whole time. You can say the whatever guy you want. that was talking mad shit to everybody. I just see it pop up as this guy is now admin. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? And then black started getting cleared. I remember Jerry getting into it. He's like, Jerry even got mad because somebody like sped through the pit lane and got a black cleared. Somebody passed on the low line before the green yep. flag and got, a restart. Yep. Yeah. It was such a mess. Yeah, it w- it was not the kind of if you want to do a finale Indy 500, you you want it to be fun but uh, competitive and balanced and official to some extent. And I, from what I could see from the coverage that Seth from Kicking the Tires, who was on the show, he he covered a lot of these big ones that took place, and uh, he participated in I think one FTF.GG. Some of them looked really tight, really tight. A lot of good write-ups for him. This one didn't get any write-ups. Uh, we we definitely picked a bit of a dud. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I don't. I hate to to publicly shame folks, but I mean, I, when I see in the Discord, and I think a lot of us left the Discord before the race was even over. Uh, if I when you see in the Discord, somebody say, I, "I knew I shouldn't have set this up." I'm like that's not what you want to hear. That kind of says it all. That's a little bit of a self admission. Uh, so <laughs> I was, the head admin had admin said that yeah, that was the owner of the whole thing that said it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just reporting that, <laughs> but, uh, so we were a little underwhelmed. That's the full review. I was the last one of, of our group, uh, in the race. I survived all the carnage. Uh, and I was very hang patient. On. Yeah. Hang on. Wait, no, no was, you were, you were, I was yeah. the second to last. And then I remember, I just said, screw it, and just full throttled it into turn one or turn three or whatever. Just smoke the wall. And then the next lap, you decided to start running that weight jacker. I think you got it up to 18 before you finally spun out. So is yeah, how that worked? I was done. We were all talking. You, I think, Adam, you were kind of ringing the bell. We were all kind of, we were sipping beverages, just going to have a kind of relaxed time. We weren't, I mean, we weren't in bad shape. We were going to be responsible, but we were just having fun. It was a Friday night. Uh, we did the podcast Thursday night just so we could all do this race. Um, and we're just kind of all on Discord hanging. I mean, we were really excited to just hang out and race on a Friday night. It's It was a cool thing. But we wanted a level of seriousness to it, and we didn't get that. We did not get that. But we wanted to win the race, and we thought we had a good chance because, I mean, I love IndyCar. Rob loves it. I feel like we have a good chance. But uh, when I, when you guys backed out, Adam starts talking about what else we could do, like what else we could set up for sessions to have fun. When I was the last one left, I was no longer having fun. It was a caution fest. I was listening to admins bicker. It was just there were six cars left in contention. 
I was thinking, I, I don't think I've got another 90 laps of this in me. I just don't, if I'm being honest. Um, as much as I appreciate this, this, and I wanted to have a nice broadcast send off, this has failed. Uh, so yeah, I under green, uh, took my weight jacker up to about 18. Never done that before. Uh, and, uh, she spun, caused a caution. <laughs> no, and you took somebody out with you. Uh, no, somebody yeah. straight lined you. Yeah. Oops. oops. Well, that was, you could tell whoever ran into you as well. It was, they were done as well. Yeah. Cause I remember you spinning out of turn two, I believe hitting the wall sideways. And this guy's just coming through plenty of room to avoid you. And he just full throttles it straight into the side of you. Oh yeah. And it, it was, like- it was not an accident. <laughs> it was, it was assisted suicide, Adam. It was assisted suicide. Full kamikaze. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it sucks because I mean, that was, I was really looking forward to that as a good send off, but it really just reaffirmed all of my thoughts on the Indy car and especially the Indy Oval. I mean, everything that I've experienced was that night. <laughs> and it's terrible. People in over their heads. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. I still, I, think pe- I still love the car so much. I still would do a lead in a heartbeat. If I could find a, a I mean, I've run to, uh, I've participated in two IndyCar leagues with wavering attendance. I won a championship and won. I feel so locked in, like I said, but we've talked about it before. We talked about it, uh, that, that finding leagues with good population are difficult in that car. I think you have a loyal following that, you know, the group of people that put these events on and participated in them and were up in arms about the IndyCar news. We did a whole show because we, we care about it, but, uh, you just, even if it's, I think it's going to be short lived. This hype for the IndyCar is it's going to be short lived through this through January. Daytona is going to hit, and that's it. And then it's just going to it's it's even worse off probably on iRacing, uh, if I'm being honest. After some time, uh, and but if I could find a good league, I would join it in a heartbeat. Rob, I know the same thing. In a second, you know, like I think the majors are still doing a 500. You know yeah, I mean? as of right now, yes. So, I don't think you're going to broadcast it though. But that's I don't care about that that much, to be honest. Like yeah. I'm going to be there. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah i I hate to say it. I'm going to be the what do they call those people? Uh, whatever. I think any car's dead in iRacing. I think it's gone. Oh, it's definitely, I, I agree. It's not going to survive much, but like, I still think we'll find opportunities to race it. Just not as fruitful as before. No, not at all. And Tyler's right. It's definitely like Daytona will probably, like everyone's kind of, it's like front of mind right now, but Daytona now is really going to move it to the back of people, a lot of people's mind. Yeah. I mean, Daytona might, you know, to pull people towards the GTP even more. Uh, I mean, we, we had, a, I mean, us IndyCar lovers, we had a nice couple weeks where it was the hot topic. It was the resistance, the resistance fight for a couple weeks. Uh, but not, it's not going to be the resistance fight for the next six months. I mean, let's be realistic. It's, it's not, uh, so it's going to be up to, 
league runners or organizers that are not interested in broadcast and having that. I mean, I understand that most most leagues that are worth their salt are broadcast, but I, how do you, you know, run a league without it? I mean, you can. But you're just not going to – I mean, you're going to reach a glass ceiling. You're going to hit the ceiling at some point if you don't have it uh, because people – regardless of who's watching, it, it could be just the people participating. But who doesn't love to go back and watch themselves or the potential of seeing themselves being commentated about? That's that's the fun part of it. That's what people pay for, and, and we've done it in our league as well, uh, and we've seen the success of it. You need to have a broadcast if you're going to have a super successful league. You just do. But – I don't know. It's going to take a bold person to continue to to build the IndyCar up, and and even before all this happened, I feel like you never saw you could never find a league for it, uh, and, and or a special event. And we saw all these special events, and uh, man, I I wish we now given. I think some of the bigger ones like FTF and some and such race spot. Um, I think there was a tougher qualifying process to get in. We did not have to qualify into this. Uh, sim racer for mental health one but would i have preferred to have given it a serious effort and not qualified rather than <laughs> what we endured i think probably yeah because it was definitely a short-lived burst of energy like we i think we we spent more time anticipating it than we did enjoying it is that fair to say y- yeah it is Go ahead, Rob. But well, hang on. I didn't make it at a lap one, so yeah, like a hundred percent for me. It was more time. I mean, anticipating it was, than enjoying. It was so exciting for me too because this is the first time that I had raced with you guys in like a sanctioned event, and it was a blast for me to like hang out with all you guys while we're racing. So looking forward to that, and then all that went down, and it was. It's one of those things, like man. You know, I, I was really looking forward to that. We still had a good time. Yeah. I mean, we were we were all in there talking all kinds of crap and yeah. Rob I think was spotting for everybody and it was still it was still fun, but it could have been better for sure. I mean, that turned into a late night for me and Tyler. Like I was hung oh, over yeah. in bed the whole next day. <laughs> it was like two AM yeah. here and I'm sitting here with like a drink, like oh, one more. Well yeah, that- what what <laughs> thank you, SRM four H by the way, for doing that, because we all started drinking halfway through the race and then continued on to other things. And it just turned into a very late night. So it was, it was fun. So they actually did. They actually did give us a fun night, but the actual race itself was not. (laughs) Yeah. It was a bit of a sideshow. You're, you're right to have brought it up because it is worth mentioning. If not to just be an anecdote about, you know what what you could get on iRacing i mean you just never know uh and it's not it's not a given to pull off a, a an event uh i i've found with what we've done on 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 the iRacing side that i mean we've had to cancel events because you can come up with the best idea but if it, if people aren't interested or if you can't execute or a mix of the two you got nothing you got no, it's a non starter uh and uh Sometimes that's just the way it is. Sometimes you just should leave it to other groups that, you know, have have that kind of following. I mean, I'll give the majors credit. They pull it off every time. They get the people, even if they make mistakes along the way. Uh, they have the following, and we keep coming back. I think others do, too. Um, we just spent 
the first part of the show talking about the VSCA and hopefully they do the same. It's to TBD, whether, uh, we did participate in that Bruce, uh, Rob and I are on the fence. Rob and I are on the fence. Bruce, Bruce has, Bruce has three people now, me, Patrick and Bruce. So now we're just waiting on Rob and Tyler and we'll have a team. Yep. See Rob, if, if Adam joins and it's six people, are you in? You, you gotta unmute your mic. Do it. You can't. You can't no, just, I'm just like. You can't just what not. What happens if like I get to that point where it's like I physically can't continue? <laughs> Don't then be we, a bitch, Rob. We call you a That's bitch. Why we, here's the thing. People. Here's the thing, though. If we're gonna do two at the same time, we are gonna have to actually plan out both races, not this you know willy nilly on the right. on the official one what yeah if we cr- we're what if somebody land crashes but i like Bradley considered part of this endeavor are we just going to sign him up oh god knows because he's going to race at least one of them right i, no, I don't know so. I, I still haven't met bradley yeah who he doesn't who it's, it's yeah well, look at tyler he, he just and bought, then just like change it like one percent bradley just bought tickets to to orlando for the rolex 24 this week so Does who he know are we it's Daytona? We mean Orlando. I, uh, well, we're we're all <laughs> we're all flying into Orlando. So so Bruce, gotcha. get, get this: huh? uh, me and Bradley are going to fly in on the same flight from Raleigh to Orlando on Wednesday. Are you going to talk to each other? We're not like, going like, to sit near each other. We're, we're not right. flying. We're on the same skycock, but we're not going to <laughs> be sitting near each other. Uh, you guys should not sit with each other and so, like, just. Find some way to trip people out, being like, I could have swore I just seen that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> don't say a word to each other. Don't say a word. Don't look at each other. Nothing. Don't even acknowledge each other. So so No, 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 even- no. They need they need that one awkward moment, like somewhere where it's really crowded to kind of like just walk past each other and just sort of look at each other when they walk oh, by. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. Uh, excuse me, sir. Can I get past here? Yeah, just come by like, what's this, a fucking joke? <laughs> <laughs> well, does one of you have first class? Or are you both no, flying the coach? We're flying at the tail end of the plane, Bruce. They're in the back. They're in the back, back by of the, the shit. The way Bradley hemmed and hawed over fucking tickets the last month, I'm surprised he's not fucking riding in cargo with someone's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he's not taking a fucking Greyhound at this point. Jesus right? Christ. Jesus. <laughs> so I'm, I got to change the subject Ugh. real quick. Not really changing the subject, but speaking of flying into Orlando, okay? I went. Uh, put this big birthday thing together for uh, my best friend. And we all flew from, well, I flew from Phoenix. My best friend flew from Colorado, had somebody fly from Indiana. We all met in Texas for the Austin race, the F1 race oh, yes. back in 2018, I believe. So we're all getting the tickets. And it's just, as you guys know, trying to con- trying to get something together, is it's a mess, right? Like, hey, where are you guys flying in? What flight? Uh, how, how are we going to do all this? What time? So the guy I put all of this together for, I bought his tickets to the F1 race, uh, the four-day pass or whatever. He's like, hey, where are you guys flying in? And we all told him we're flying into Dallas-Fort Worth. So uh, one of the guys get there first, and then I land. And my buddy has landed. He's been there for an hour. He's like, hey, where are you guys? 
We're like, hey, yeah, man, we're in the food court. Where are you? He's like, there is no food court here. We were like, what? He flew into Love Field instead of Dallas-Fort Worth. So we had to drive all the way across Dallas with the rental car. It just turned into a gigantic mess to try to get everybody joined up for this race. So I can understand what you guys are going through. We got very oddly lucky. So uh, me and Bradley will arrive maybe minutes before Rob and Patrick fly in from Mm. Chicago. Yeah, 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah, yeah so we'll get like there, and then before before we know it, they'll pop up. And then Marcus Spry, who is our uh, UK member of our sim racing team, he's flying in from the UK, and he's going to get there maybe 20 minutes after we're all there. Uh, so we're all going to kind of arrive at a very close time. We've got a ton of people coming in. Uh, we're planning a meetup for the end of the Apex and, and sim racers, uh, Dave and Buster's uh, up north of the track. Uh, on Friday night uh, before the 24 at 8 p.m. local time. So if anybody's listening and you're going to the 24, I think we're going to have we're, – we're looking right now. It's not confirmed. We're looking at getting a reserved private space there because we're, we got quite a few people that have already said that they're going to head that way and uh, get some food and drink with us that night. So it's going to be interesting time. Uh, so if you're, you know, if you're li- any fucking weirdos coming in, uh, if you're weird and you buy me a drink, I will drink it. I don't care what you put in it. You can slip a little <laughs> don't something. Say that. You can slip a little something uh, in there if you pay for it. Listen, on the last podcast, we were talking about you slipping something into Patrick. I think Patrick may be slump- slipping something into you if that's Wait. the case. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, what? Statement. I'm not slipping anything in the yeah. Well, we're worry st- about that. <laughs> I can say that. I can say confidently that Patrick has an unblemished record of staunch heterosexuality. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Patrick. Patrick will not. So Patrick. <laughs> do we do we describe this for everybody, Rob? What him? You what? describe it. You describe it. What? I do enough talking for what? what Orlando, Orlando last year. Oh yeah, oh, Jesus! Fuck. It was this giant <laughs> bed, and like we just got into it. We just like we didn't even know we were booking. Tyler books this hotel, and we all show up to it. And four, it's four, just men. Like, four men, the twins. I just assume grown men. I just assume, I just assume men. the twins share a bed anyway, so like they get into one. <laughs> <laughs> Seems right, and. There's this other one. It's like a big bed. It's just like Pat. It's like I'll crawl in there if you need to. Like Pat's just like Pat was like it's not happening. <laughs> Pat tries sleeping, creates this like <laughs> bed between a chair and like what was the other thing? It was like a little, little folding. Yeah. I don't know what you. It put was like on. a thing you put your luggage on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and then I, I think, I think I, and he tried switching to the I floor. Put, like, I think a spare at one pillow point. on top of it, so so that way it was solid. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just trying to be such a stand-up guy. He's like, no, no, like I'm good, I'm good. And like I that was me, and I could picture myself seeing that to someone. Like, say, like, I'm good, I'm good. Like in my brain, like, this is gonna fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> but I am not getting well, in the bed with that fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> that it, no offense to you, Rob, but I would have done the same to the other two as well. Oh, I yeah. mean, no, for sure. Look, me and me and Bradley in a in a situation where it's it's three to four males. In a hotel room with two beds, we—I mean, we grew up in bunk beds. We're gonna sleep in bunk beds at the Airbnb. <laughs> Is that a rule of being a twin or what? Yes, uh, I was bottom bunk. Bradley was top bunk. Uh, if we have to share, if we have for the economics of it, 
if we have to split a, a, a bed in a hotel to make the hotel room cheaper, you know you can get they put like five or six pillows on there. You take one or two of those extra pillows, you put them in between your bodies so that you don't accidentally roll over onto each other, and, and you're good to go. Uh, you're solid. I think that's Patrick. Pat, that's you, Patrick's worry. That's honestly you, Patrick's worries. He may accidentally roll over and like it. Patrick, you build a Berlin wall out of extra pillows. Yeah. You sleep in the goddamn bed with another man. You don't caress See, him. You're not. You're not you spooning. listen to two twin brothers who Just, you think would have a special bond. Absolutely bicker at each other and have to negotiate who's allowed to breathe in what direction. Yeah, they have that. They have that. Yeah. No, I get the head yes, of the bed. Yeah, no, it's I want the head of the bed. Just back. contempt and disdain for the fucking first roommate they ever had. <laughs> and then I'm like sitting there, I'm going, what the fuck did I get myself into? Can I go downstairs and go get my own room? Well, oh yeah, God. in Orlando, in that big round hotel in the sky, uh, Bradley turned towards me and the pillow was there, but I was like, Bradley, you're breathing towards me. Turn and face the wall. <laughs> That's the, that's the rule. So if you are, Patrick, I do agree with this. If you're going to build a pillow wall and sleep in a queen or king mattress with another male for the economics of it, by the way, the economics, if Rob and Patrick share a bed and you build pillows under no circumstance, no circumstance can Rob turn into the inside of the bed and face Patrick's face or nape of his neck and breathe. You do not you do not breathe into that direction. You breathe in the opposite direction because if at any point the warm, hot breath of Rob reaches the head neck area of Patrick, that's a problem. And that's not what you signed up for. So you don't do that. You don't I, I do would that. purposely I would purposely like lay awake waiting for the other guy to fall asleep and then just roll over and just start like blowing in his ear. <laughs> Can you imagine waking up to Bruce with his arm over you, panting on you? <laughs> like, is I'm wet. Is that is that sweat that dried overnight? What is why that? am I? Why am I? Why am I damp? What happened? Uh, what happened here? Yeah, moist. So, moist. Hang on, I, Rob. I, or not, Rob. Sorry, Bruce. No, no, I, I was going to say like, USS Bruce. This is this is something what? I just heard about tonight. Take What's the RV that? down there. Oh, this year I am. Yep. Yeah, I didn't last year. Where are you parking it? There's a campground right outside the track. Um, I think it's Daytona Racetrack RV or something like that. Um, they got quite a few spots there, so um, couldn't get anything in the infield or actually on Daytona property. I mean, it's all sold out. It's been sold out for yeah. God knows how long. So um, I found group of people talking about this place so i looked it up back in july right and yeah they got nice sites and it's literally right across the street from the track so uh outside the nascar turn three and four so yeah it's got full hookups and i hope to be rolling in there wednesday um it's game plan so we'll see and then uh yeah we'll probably roll out monday after the race but uh yeah so we'll probably at some point gather around <laughs> uh i i was kind of reading the rules to the place uh earlier this week and it's like oh yeah you know if you register two people to stay in the rv that's kind of all they want like there extra people you have to register as guest and they have to pay so what? yeah 
it's not like a lot of campgrounds operate on that man yeah are they gonna gonna check right that's what i'm wondering like are they gonna enforce it i mean if they walk by my car if they walk by the rv they see like 30 people mingling around they might they might say something but patrick may show up at like two o'clock in the morning with some some a hot neck breath from rock yeah yeah i hope (laughs) so on a spot yeah i'll put hair standing on end you can sleep in the bed with my brother. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you guys can Nancy. fight it out. Uh, uh, no, I don't I don't know. But it's 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 right across the street, so um kinda outside. Remember where we parked off of turn four? Yeah. yeah it's just out, outside of there. So um yeah. Looking forward to it. It's been quite a few years since I took the R V down. Last time I stayed on Lake Lloyd, that was a blast. But Ooh. yeah, I saw some spots, people that can't go. There's one posted right now. Craigslist, thirty five hundred dollars for the spot. Jesus. Yeah, and it's like no thanks because they're really like a thousand dollars normally. So. Well, I met uh, one of the guys from Sudi. Shut up and drive it. Are uh, going down there. Well, <clears throat> I say going down there. He lives fifteen minutes from the track, but he's got a buddy that is going to have his RV parked at the bus stop. Oh yeah. So that would be a pretty cool. I, I can only imagine what the rules would be inside the track, but I think that would be a pretty cool. It's, thing. Yeah, it's not really any rules inside the track. <laughs> you kind of do what you want, you know. Um, I wonder how close he is to the bus stop because yeah, I, I don't know how I close really, he can't can really be. get over there. Yeah, no, no. Either way, like just like I said, just like, if you're inside, you're you're yeah. falling, and there is on no the lake inside that track. Like we saw, I remember driving by that. We walked by a school bus last year that had two extra stories built on top yep. of it. Yeah. Of just like, wood. They like I think they did when they got there. I'm assuming, like yeah. insane. It was like Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you see yeah. a lot of that. The races, the tracks. Well, you know, Tyler and Bradley got to see some of that. Watkins Glen. A little bit. I, of that. I, Two two years in, I recognized it. To throw a little teaser, we're way ahead of ourselves, but uh, I think it's it's booked. We've got like three or four campsites at Watkins Glen for the six hours this summer. Yep. So just to toss out there for any folks uh, that might want to make a pilgrimage, uh, even if you're not camping, you're more than welcome. We'll make it public. Come uh, visit the Into the Apex bar and podcast camp area. <laughs> Because we are camping again at Watkins Glen. That's going to become a, a tradition. Shame so. it's only a six-hour race. Yeah, it is a shame. It is. Yeah. Honestly, that works out because we can just stay up for the whole thing. and Oh, it's drunk, it's know. fun. Oh, oh, it's fun. Make a pilgrimage. Plan it. Make a pilgrimage. I'm thinking about doing it. We got, we got tent space. Yeah, we got yeah, space. I'm going to wow. drive down this time. I'm sleeping with Patrick, if that's the case, as long yes. as I have to sleep with Patrick. Yes. In the Lotus same city, like that, you can do it. You can do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah save me a spot, <laughs> Patrick. I've got a queen size sleeping bag just for you and me. Yeah. And trust me, go. I can fit four people into that. But with you and me, buddy, there's only going to be two. You there could you fit go. four strapping. You could fit four strapping gentlemen in that sleeping bag. Absolutely. Think about it. If only two of you. Think about all the room you'll have for else. activities. <laughs> <laughs> Extra space. You could probably spin around in there. <laughs> oh boy and we're the second half i'm gonna i'm gonna put a bow on the second half uh i say cheers to daytona month it's a daytona festival month uh next week's show uh will be just a day before the roar on iRacing. uh what a better i'm really excited for that event 
on its Me own. Too. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for that. Uh, it's coming right up. I mean, we're there, folks. It's it's time for Daytona prep. Uh, before you know it, we're going to be doing the the virtual 24, and then either going to or watching the real 24 with uh, a whole new, really unex- unpredictable top class of car. Uh, here on the show, we're going to talk about. Uh, the real 24 we're going to make our picks like we did last year uh, maybe we'll put some stakes on it who knows since we're all going to be together uh, maybe somebody maybe there'll be a round at dave and busters on friday night on somebody based on who gets poll or something like that we'll see uh, for everybody else enjoy the month get hyped get excited it's time for daytona it's time for endurance racing like we we love it uh, in this group we'll see you next week This has been Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. From Mad Jim Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at intotheapex.com. 